0: Welcome to BFC Live, the daily video and podcast series of Business of Cannabis. BFC Live highlights the company's brands, people, and trends driving the global cannabis sector. Learn more at businessofcannabis.com. Coming up on this BFC Live, we connect with Florina Troika. She is the CTO and co-founder of the Cold Plasma Group. She's gonna be telling us about her technology, how it's applied to the cannabis sector. Enjoy this conversation with Florina. (laughs) (laughs) You're regular, you're
1: regular. <laughs> <laughs> Florina, thank you for being here. Well, thank you very much, Jay. It's a pleasure to be here. And I would like to thank you for giving me the opportunity to talk today about our company, The technology that we have uh, and we developed specifically for the cannabis sector.
0: Well, I like talking about the intersection of cannabis and technology, especially when I have very limited uh, technology component on this one. Tell me exactly what Cold Plasma, well, as the company, but tell me what Cold Plasma is to start.
1: Oh, okay. So Cold Plasma, yeah, it's it's actually... uh, um, Uh, Very, very strange how something that's about 99% of the matter in universe, it's so uh, unknown to people. Uh, You know plasmas, but you may not recognize them as such. Uh, For example, uh, natural examples of plasma are um, the northern lights or um, um, a lightning. Uh, Plasmas are very, very different, though and um, cold plasmas are plasmas that do do not have a lot of energy in them. Essentially, if you you think of a plasma from what you see with your eyes, it's a luminous cloud. It has pretty colors, different colors depending on the situation. That can change from one to another. but at the microscopic level these plasmas are gases that are highly activated and have a lot of energy and as such can do very interesting chemical processes when in touch with uh, your regular materials you can have hot plasmas such uh, as they are used for welding for example or melting metal or some uh, stuff like that or they can be cold where you put in just enough energy to ignite the plasma but not too much to heat up the bulk of the gas okay and the last one is the one that we are using uh for our technology
0: and tell me what the technology does because i'm on your website first of all you're right about the color because the color is beautiful it's a Glowing purple, and we'll show folks as we as we post this. Obviously, a link to the to the website. But but tell us what the cold plasma in this case does as it relates to cannabis.
1: Uh, so it's meant to be a sterilization process. Uh, by that I mean reduces the population of microbes by killing them. Uh, this is what essentially sterilization is. Decontamination is sometimes uh, referred to as being. Um, so um, yeah, we we are using a plasma process uh, to sterilize cannabis, reduce its microbial contamination, making it safe for consumption, and helping producers to comply with the safety regulations imposed by Health Canada.
0: Yeah, and what are people do like? How does it different than how people are doing it now? What do they use irradiation the now? Like, what is the what are the different processes people are using now?
1: Uh, so right now uh, in Canada, most uh, producers are using a form of irradiation, whether it's with gamma radiation or with an e-beam. E-beam being a focused uh, beam of electrons. Um, and um, there are many, many differences. First of all, from uh, from a, a science standpoint, um, radiation penetrates the entire volume of the flower, goes in, goes out. Uh, The entire volume is treated and um, that can cause sometimes problems because uh, cannabis is extremely uh, prone to degradation and the cannabinoids and terpenes can can, uh, degrade a little bit. So the product of the quality may be Reduced at the end of the process. Uh, they're efficient methods, don't take me wrong, but they are just not very well suited for the treatment of cannabis, just because cannabis is such a unique material. Uh, plasma, when it treats, uh, does something uh, different. Uh, instead of relying on the uh, penetration through and through of the flowers, this luminous cloud surrounds the flower from all sides, penetrated even deep into the pores of the material where pathogens may be, and it kills them there without affecting the volume of the flower. So the uh, cannabinoids and uh, terpenes have better chance of not being touched and degraded prematurely.
0: I like it. And, And let me ask you a question. So as you think about this, obviously, you're uh, you're the chief technology officer, you're, the, you're their co-founder. Yeah. Uh, you're obviously I, I imagine, a scientist. Uh, wh- yes. What is the other what are the other applications outside of cannabis where this type of thing is being used? And then the sort of other question is, how did you think about bringing it to the cannabis sort of sector?
1: Uh, So plasma has been around for many, many years, uh, 50 plus years, uh, and it's been used uh, for uh, many different things. I personally have about 20 years uh, experience uh, in using plasmas for different type of applications, mostly related to processing of materials. For example, you can use plasmas to clean the oil residues on different surfaces, metallic. Um, uh, I don't know uh, glass, ceramics, uh, and and so and so forth. You can use plasmas to activate the surfaces of plastics to make them uh, more easy to uh, print on and write on. Um, you can use it to create new and unique materials at the surfaces of other materials. Therefore, t- sort of creating. Uh, new applications for the old traditional materials, and you could use it to sterilize. Uh, So uh, there is even uh, plasmas used in medicine for treating wounds and cauterizing wounds, and uh, there is a lot of research going on in all kinds of different uses of plasma can be used to sterilize and stimulate the germination of seeds, improving the yield. It can be used for uh, sterilizing PPEs, for example, or medical instruments and so forth. So it's sort of a platform technology. And your question is uh, is very, how did we get to be in the cannabis? Um, Oh, it's a long story. Uh, Three years ago, I was talking to a colleague of mine, a friend, which was a uh, respected is a respected scientist and uh, an executive in, in the cannabis industry in the medical cannabis industry, and he was telling me how he's not happy with uh, the end results of uh, irradiation and asked me if there is anything else that I uh, may think of as a as an alternative. A little bit of conversation back and forth and then uh, understanding bit the, the, the challenges I thought okay maybe we can take a plasma process known to be able to sterilize and tune it down a little bit just so we make a process that's effective at sterilizing cannabis bringing it down to where it needs to be but yet gentle enough so it's all about you know balancing uh, both strength and gentleness and um, he was happy with my approach. And uh, we started some uh, trials, early trials on a academic plasma system that I built when, during my, um, my postdoctoral studies. And the results were positive. So we thought we have something. And looking around, um, uh, we didn't see anybody else doing this uh, same thing. So we thought maybe there is an opportunity to bring this technology to market.
0: I like it, and I guess one of the questions is, but you sort of answered it earlier. Like, how scalable would it be for a, a licensed producer with, a, you know, a massive greenhouse needs to get its, you know, product out the door? Like, what t- what type of scalability were you talking about with 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 cold plasma?
1: So right now, uh, we offer three d- different sizes of machines, and we're talking about the pr- processing. Uh, capacities between 24 to 25 kilograms in eight-hour shift, all the way to 120 kilograms in an eight-hour shift. Of course, if you want a little bit more, you can either purchase a second piece of equipment and increase work efficiencies a little bit, or you can uh, organize a couple, shifts. a couple shifts. <laughs> yeah.
0: Well, especially as it as. Uh, well, I mean, you know, the way the way. It, some of the growers aren't are, are I would say more than seasonal, but also on a regular uh, time horizon with their cultivation, the plants coming out of the rooms and all that. It's interesting because um, we, obviously we like hearing about the tech, but but going back to even the first thing you said is that there's lots of um, interest slash complaining, especially from consumers, but also from from people who are charged with selling the cannabis that um, that the uh, the terpene degradation and regular processes that are happening now is significant and there's a whole effort afoot in the industry to continue to teach people about terpene profiles, why they're important. And as we do that, we can't have the sort of further up on the supply chain, sort of taking that stuff out of the product while we're trying to get people to actually buy into that. It's an interesting uh, solution as as you describe it. Um, And are you finding people are really interested in that because that sort of uh, making sure those things don't degrade in the process is super important.
1: Absolutely, they are very interested and it's one of the first things that uh, they ask when they talk to me, how is, how about the potency? How about the terpene profile? And when I say that we have data to support our claims that uh, there is uh, no statistically difference between untreated and treated samples, they become very, very interested.
0: I'm sure they are. and as we post this, we're going to tell them how to get in touch with you. But tell us where you tell us where you're based. You're based in
1: Kingston, right? Um, yes, uh, but our company is mostly virtual at this point. Uh, like everybody. Fact, yes, <laughs> yes. <laughs> we have R&D lab um, at the uh, um, Center for um, Natural uh, Medicine and Cannabis um, called ARC at the Loyalist College in Belleville. Yep. So we are working under their, their processing and R&D license, uh, being allowed to handle cannabis for our testing and trials. So we we rent space there and work with them on a number of different projects. Uh, they've also helped uh, very much in uh, getting third party validation data for us. And uh, so we have that sort of like uh, the, the, the base for the R&D, uh, lab which we use for demonstration of the process scale up of the process and for conducting customer trials now um, uh, the rest of the operations uh, are still you know unfolding uh, where we we've sold a machine in the us so we'll have to go there install it and set it up and train uh, the client and um uh, we'll see where exactly our uh, main office will will end up being we'll, we'll, we'll have to we'll have to wait and see but for now we are mostly conducting our uh, activities uh, virtually
0: yeah and, and actually one note because I came across our desk but you're on you're on it next week too on the 15th I think loyalist is having an event and we'll post how to how to sort of tune into that event as well um, and we'll also post how to get in touch with you uh, because I think people are really interested in the technology you're putting out and sort of your approach to it. And I want to thank you for making time today because we're, as I said, we're always interested in the, the coming together of, of uh, cannabis and technology. And certainly this fits the bill. So kudos to your success so far and we'll connect with you down the road. Thanks for making time.
1: Well, thank you very much. It's been a pleasure. And uh, thank you for men- mentioning the webinar. It's going to be uh, such an interesting webinar. I think we're going to talk about our experience as uh, entrepreneurs in the tech and cannabis, uh, you know, in the space uh, at the intersection between tech and cannabis. I love so it. We-
0: That's We love talking about it. So thank you for making time. And then we'll connect with you as well. Uh, not not necessarily right after the input, but love to connect with you a little bit down the road to see how things are going.
1: I thank you very much. I would, I look forward to that.
0: And then we're going to get our own gaming chair so we can match. Gaming
1: <laughs> yes, that's right.
0: <laughs> right. I appreciate the time. Thanks so much.
1: Thank you. You too. Take care.
0: That was Florina Troika. If you like this program, please rate and review us on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, wherever you get your podcasts. It helps support the work we do. We're able to do what we do because of our ongoing partners including Alterna Savings, Cannabis at Work, Cannabis Benchmarks, Can Delta, Gallagher, Headset, and Torquemains. Find out all that we do at businessofcannabis.com.